Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Full Dive Gaming Podcast, bringing a weekly dive of all the news, discussion, and condensed nerd talk you need for virtual reality gaming every Friday. This podcast is brought to you by Asterion Products, designers of some of the top-selling Amazon VR and AR accessories like the Asterion Aura VR headstand. I'm Rip McAfee, producer and editor of this podcast. I'm Jay Bratt, a VR YouTuber and streamer. I'm Destiny Wheeler, entrepreneur and VR enthusiast. Um, poor Adam couldn't make it again. Um, he's he's going to be gone for a little bit, so uh, we'll... We'll uh, we'll get there. K27 from our live chat asks, what's that sexy looking device on your desk? This is the Aura VR headstand. We'll ta- be talking more about it later in the podcast, but uh, we we highly, if you're just already so curious, by all means, check this thing out and look up uh, AsterianProducts.com. Um, <laughs> on that note, though, uh, for those that haven't picked up already, there's a live stream going on. We're streaming live. This isn't just a podcast. We're in VR right now, and we're interacting with our YouTube channel. So if you aren't already subscribed or at least aware of the YouTube channel, <laughs> by all means, guys, check this thing out. It's a lot of fun. Um, we will be running this podcast in four sections tonight. First, we have our Q&A section that's brought to you by our Discord and Patreon communities. We've got a lot of excellent questions tonight. Second, we have a VR gaming news section. And third, we have the games we've been playing section that'll be highlighting new VR releases or oldies or goodies or just whatever we've been personally enjoying this week. Um, Lastly, we have a discussion that will change week to week with this week talking about what can you do with your crush on Valentine's Day in VR? What are the possibilities of love? There's all sorts of great, wonderful examples of people meeting in VR, let alone opportunities for people that meet out of VR. So it's just there's this, you know, there's some great things to be talked about there that's the last part of the podcast stick around guys though if you want to hear about vr in 2021 being more exclusive and less isolating also an interesting topic that's last week's podcast go check it out that's episode 38 38 yeah and now we will hop into the q a jay you've got our first question Orange asks, do you think the VR headsets will get to a point where the resolution or field of view will match the human eye? Now, frankly, I think it's not a question of if, it's more of a question of when. I think that we'll get there on resolution first. I think we'll, we already see some potential 8K headsets coming and things that are going to look pretty photorealistic to real life. But field of view is a much harder problem to solve in VR because you have to have a screen that wraps that far around your eyes. Humans see up to 220 degree field of view, which is more than 180. That's more than just side to side. So you not only have to have screens that wrap that far, you'd have to have a lens, a continuous lens that wouldn't distort reality to go all the way around the side. So I think by next year, even we might start seeing resolution pretty close to the human eye, but field of view, it could be a while. There's there's mm-hmm. some that claim there's some that claim they did 200, but then in reality they measured it diagonally and not horizontally. And also, like in in Rip's case, like everyone's head shape different. So Rip using a Rift S like I do, he sees less of the screen than I do because of where the lenses are. So there's a lot of problems yeah. to be solved for field of view. I spent like four hours today, guys, just trying to like kind of trying to reset up my headset in a way that I was happy with. I it didn't happen was is the tldr of it (laughs) so yeah you know different people get different mileage with different headsets it's always so hard to be like oh you know go try one out at wherever but it's hard (laughs) to do that these days yeah 
<laughs> even before right. COVID, there wasn't. Yeah, that even before COVID, to try yeah. your headsets. Exactly. Yeah. Destiny, you got a next question. So up next, we have one from Mabel seven seven seven. They ask thoughts on Ready Player Two. So I know it's already released and battled me. I have not seen it yet, so I can't really give my opinion on it. But I have seen the first one, and it was a cute new movie. And, you know, of course, there's a lot more mo- movies and shows coming out based on VR. So it's cool to see that, that it's getting out there. And I, I just need to watch it. So sorry mm-hmm. I dropped the ball on that one. <laughs> is it is it out? I feel like I missed the boat. Yeah, like... I think it came out in November yeah. of last year, oh, right? wow. Yeah, wow. it came out. Yeah, already. I saw See, some. Okay, not then I'm not the only one. I saw some not very friendly reviews. I wasn't sure if those were early oh. reviews, like mm-hmm. just some just some headlines that were kind of trashing it. So I didn't really look any further to find out. But if it's actually, I'll I'll go try to find it now. I'll, I'll watch it just to see how they did after number one. But yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't number one was not a great representation of VR. So we mm-hmm. I think I think many That's, of us have a love hate relationship. Well, it, exactly. Like it's cool that like you know they're they are bringing it to the mainstream a little bit more, but at the same time, it's usually not accurate. It's always very like far fetched, mm-hmm. like very futuristic type of VR. And uh, and that does give people pretty high expectations versus reality. Mm-hmm. What was so weird was that the 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 when they showed like the guy in real life using the VR setup, that actually wasn't so far removed. You know, he was using really? like technology that is out basically. You know, a VR mm-hmm. treadmill and VR haptic gloves and like a VR headset. It, like I could easily see the tech he's using mm-hmm. uh, in real life to be more readily accessible and. At least 10 years, I think. Um, but it was the representation of how he's interacting with that in-game that, didn't, like, the, the way what he had in real life could not have done what he was able to do and, like, feel and see in the game. That would have needed, right. like, just a straight-up, like, plug into the back of the head sort of <laughs> Matrix stuff, which is what Ready Player 2 is kind of about. So, we'll see. We'll have to watch it in, in the chat they're <laughs> saying it's the book that came out so far and maybe not the movie yet oh so, okay so, so that may be oh the that case. sounds I, more right and if that's the case yeah i definitely wouldn't have because i don't read books <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not against reading i like mm-hmm. reading. i just never find the time to do it uh hopefully then in this case if they've had a book come out and it kind of flopped maybe the movie can get away from the book and do something better kind of like game of maybe. thrones where the show was out before the book so now the writer knows what not to do with the book yeah, then I wonder when mm-hmm. the release for the movie is because I thought it, it, if it didn't come out, then it has to be pretty soon. I thought because there's been a lot of talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe not. I think it's in the works, but I totally could be wrong. All right, next mm-hmm. questions from Yoda El Grande. Hopefully, I'm doing that Oops. the justice it needs. Um, <laughs> he asks, "Have you heard any rumors or info on Star Citizen coming to VR? That has been talked about for years, but is there any new info on this?" And the brief answer is no. There isn't any new info on this. Star Citizen, the the Robert Space Industries has been totally quiet on this since like 2016. Um, the last statement we got is there will be VR support. It's coming. That's all we've got. Now they've got like we we have their roadmap. Every once in a while, we get a little rumor that like that's still they still want to implement it. Um, 
but I mean, if you just like, I, I watch a lot of the, the dev live streams and keep up to date with the game. I don't even own it. And I still like frequently watch this stuff because it's so fascinating. It's very clear. They've just got different priorities right now. They need the game to work and then they'll give you VR support. So we just we're we're probably going to continue to not hear anything regarding VR until we're much closer to them feeling more comfortable with where the game is at. So for all we know, VR is coming out in 20 years, right? Um, <laughs> so it's it's going to be a while, guys. There are kind of like ways to get VR working for Star Citizen. Kind of, I mean, that's kind of like any game, though. It, with enough effort, you can get any game to work with VR through you, the use of third-party programs that kind of like basically play your game twice and create like a fake VR um but it's not perfect um and there's only like i've only seen like a couple of videos on youtube of someone figuring out how to get it working it's hardly widespread so it'll 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 be a while before we get anything star citizen in vr i would say the only thing to be excited about right now in terms of space vr is probably elite dangerous odyssey which we are expecting hopefully pretty soon I mean, I think we were no, yeah. I think the end of this upcoming year. I forget. <laughs> Maybe I'll be glad that I didn't delete or didn't return Elite Dangerous then like I was trying to do. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, so moving on. Haxis3 asks, <laughs> what is a game you absolutely do not want to see in VR? Uh that this is a great question because I not only didn't have an answer right away, I didn't even I hadn't really thought about this because I want to see every game, even if it's not for me, just to bring more people in. So to come up with an answer, I just Googled, okay, what are the games with the most toxic communities out there? And I got League of Legends, uh Call of Duty Infinite Assault, or whichever one that is, and Roblox were like the top results that I could find. So I guess if I had to pick a game, I guess I'd say one of those just to kind of keep some of that toxic community away. But I want to see every game in VR so that more people who like those kind of games are in VR. So right. do you, either of you have an answer for this? Is there a game you're just like, oh, I don't want to see that come to VR? No, like it's it's true what you said, like, it, you know, hmm. never thinking about that. I've never thought about this question. When people ask us what game we want to see in VR, I can answer that easy. Like, you know, there's several that come to mind, but mm. to not see in VR... That's, Probably that's CSGO, yeah, hey, you know, just the Counter Strike hey, series. Hey, hey. Just doesn't really, like, it doesn't seem like it's be a fit. I don't know what you think, but I don't know. It just it seems like it would translate kind of poorly. You know, you have to be so accurate. I, I don't see it coming. This guy over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, All man. right. Um, That's good. Yeah, tough question. That, tough answers. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll think more. Maybe one day I'll come up with one. But yeah, I, got no, I, got I, I yeah, since what? I saw that in the script, I was thinking about. And I, to be honest, still can't think of a game that like stands out to me. Well, okay. Actually, I take it back. We did like I was looking at the uh, earlier this week. I was like, okay, what games can I play this week? that have like come out recently and one of them was minesweeper vr no uh, that's a game i was like i don't want to play that in vr <laughs> i'd rather just play it on a flat screen we'll um, see. i would i would try it I, is it actually is there anything different about it i would try it just to see what it was like now that you say that i'm like i can't go look this up <laughs> oh my goodness okay let me pull this up on steam <laughs> sweet 
Minesweeper, Minesweeper VR. There's a couple Minesweeper VRs, actually, I think. There's an old one. This one you like. I don't know. It's got okay. Actually, it looks kind of interesting. It's even got like mostly positive reviews with thirty six reviews. Okay, uh, maybe uh, I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, you know. There's so many games where you're like, even the first place you don't like, and you're like, I just don't like those kinds of games. And then you try it in VR, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is so different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Superman so, sixty four. Kane says in the chat, I would love to play that in VR because that was the one of the worst games I ever played in my life. <laughs> but I feel like in VR, it might actually be kind of fun to f- just fly through rings for three hours. So who knows? <laughs> Jay has low uh, expectations and standards, guys. <laughs> that is far from true. We're going to talk about that later <laughs> in the gaming section. Actually, we will. We kind of always do. Um, Bird VR. There is one of those. This this question apparently brought up a lot. We're we're getting off topic here. Flappy Bird VR though, there is one, and I I saw someone play it on YouTube, and I was like, okay, that that looks kind of like it might be fun. Um, I remember it didn't make it into a news piece, but the people who made Angry Birds were working on a either they'd made or they were working on a VR Angry Birds. I There's a couple of them now on PSVR. I'm pretty sure. Oh, is they, that what it is? They look cool, yeah. but if I remember, everybody was just mad it was just way too short. But I'm oh, like, I mean, it, it doesn't last that long on the iPad either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, moving us on from the Q&A and into the news. But first, this week's news segment is brought to you by Asterion, guys. They make this thing here. For those that aren't watching the YouTube live stream, we've got a little image here. It's it's it, live. The live chat is kind of noticed. It's a little thick. So this is this is a uh, a VR headstand. It's super minimalistic. It's super sleek. This thing looks awesome, guys. We we own tons of them. We can't recommend them enough. They've got RGB lighting. They got a little USB port if you want to plug your Quest in, or you plug your controllers in, or your phone, or whatever it is. Um, it it's it's really just we love it we we can so easily recommend this if you want to get yours head on over to www.asterianproducts.com plug in the code full dive f-u-l-l-d-i-v-e and you get five dollars off any order 19.99 or more again that's full time <laughs> um get it get it guys literally everyone that's gotten this and like told us about it has only said good things it's it's an awesome stand it is beloved. Show it is us beloved. the lights. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can. Doop. Doop. Beautiful. <laughs> there we go. It's glorious. It's, 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 it's sort it's of easier, working. It's easier to work in real life than it is in VR. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Um, and with that, let's hop into the news. Jay, you have our first news piece. So if you've been following the podcast, you know PSVR's future is a little uncertain. Things are up in the air. If you want to hear more about that, go listen to all the other episodes. But weirdly, two more games have been announced, one of which is a PSVR exclusive. So first, we'll talk about the one that is not Stride. If you don't know Stride, we've talked about a lot. Stride is basically Mirror's Edge in VR. You're running through levels. It's parkour. You're jumping from building to building. You're shooting people who are trying to shoot you. Stride is going to be coming to PSVR. Pretty exciting. Uh, The other game, though, Interesting game, interesting premise. Wins and Leaves is what it's called. 
And basically, that's what the game is about. You take the role of a gardener, essentially, in this game. It's like a gardening simulator, calm, soothing music. Great art style. It kind of looks like you're in Zelda Breath of the Wild, but you're just gardening. You're not you're not doing the combat. You're doing fine. You're just gardening. Uh you have a variety of tools that you use in VR that help you. So you can use like stilts. It's got unusual locomotion that uses the PS move controllers to quickly tiptoe your way through the eclectic in-game world. Uh, this will help people with motion sickness, make them fully immersed, all kinds of, all kinds of new plants and stuff you can do. You're going to unlock new equipment. It's going to be a PSVR exclusive. That's, that's the most surprising part about this too. Uh, especially as the, as the future is a little uncertain. And then it has an adaptive soundtrack. that's going to change on where your location, what types of plants you create. So the music is going to react to your presence in real time, drawing you deeper into that gardening bliss. Would you two, you guys don't have PSVRs, so you're going to miss out. Would you play this? Does this sound like something that would interest you? Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I, mean, I mean, I'm kind of the same way. I'm on the fence. Like, yeah. Sounds cute. Um. Well, I mean, obviously we played Stride, so we can say that one's good. Um. I, I've still got like Stride was a game that like was very fun, but I've I've kind of, I haven't really picked it up since like we initially originally played it for the sake of you know just keeping on top of the VR industry really. Um. So I haven't played it since then. It hasn't like brought me back short of like showing it to people um but when i've mentioned it before i don't mind seeing some more vr games that are a little more relaxing Mm -hmm. because right now most of them are like truly like you have to be playing like a i don't know like truck simulator train simulator with like vr support um so if there's like a a fun game that you can relax in vr and it's beautiful that, that that might be nice i'd have to try it it still has to be fun on some level like you can't just sit and and like just whack at something all day long <laughs> right mm-hmm. um i don't know what do you think destiny um i think it's kind of like you said like the whole like zen chill thing that aspect i can totally see it there's like you know gardening the whole especially indoor plants vibe aesthetic is really popular these days so i could see it being pretty you know popular in the psvr world if it came to quest mm-hmm. i really don't know if i'd buy it it depends on the price point of it if it's pretty cheap then maybe mm-hmm. k27 from chat brings up winds and leaves is based off a french canadian animated short film and he's oh. canadian so he would know interesting <laughs> <laughs> he would know He's, he's the he's the expert here on all things uh-huh. Canada. He even has a, like uh, the 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 Canadian maple like on his username mm-hmm. picture. Yeah, <laughs> he represents. Like all right, moving on to the next news piece. So, if you guys have heard of Settlers of Catan, it's a really popular board game. I know so many friends that love that thing. So, we're getting a modern adaptation for it in vr and it's coming to oculus quest and oculus quest 2 headsets i do not like that because i'm on a rift s but some of you will like this players can enjoy this game in a multiplayer setting that is fun and in a time where board gaming with friends is really hard to do so this is a really welcome change cross-platform support also allows you to battle other players on the rift rift s go and samsung gear vr wait is this already well hold up did i get ahead of myself i might have is this already in have i just not seen it 
I feel like I'd heard about this, so I was I was kind of thinking to myself this was out, but I don't care about that. I've never played the board game, so I would I don't uh-huh. know if I'd care about it. I totally let this one go under my radar, but I thought this like very recently came out. Uh, oh, but again, I see. Not me. I love yeah. how it says though the Gear VR is supported. Like I thought they dropped <laughs> support for the Gear VR. Period. So how is it that this game gets support? The on on Steam, the official list is the Index, Vive, Rift, and Windows Mixed Reality. Yep. Um, and you can run this thing on a nine seventy. Um, I would think so. Yeah, it looks <laughs> looks kind of fun. It's got very sixty one, mostly positive reviews. All right. And it's only 15 bucks. So we'll see what the quest price is. It's really cool that they have cross-platform support. Um, I don't know how I hadn't heard of this game. It totally flew under the radar for me. But hopefully it'll get a second wind as it hops into the quest library. I'm sure many of you enjoy it in the limited library that the quest has. (laughs) It's getting much bigger (laughs) all the time. It is. It is really. It's actually to the point where I'm like, oh, gosh. Like when I look at it, it's like it's a little overwhelming where it used to be like I knew every game on it. And now it's like, <laughs> yeah. OK, what is this? What is this? What is mm-hmm. this? It's, right. It's, it's definitely catching up. It, oh, for sure. All right. Moving us on to the next news piece, Destiny. Yes. So up next, we have virtual desktop developer Guy Godin. Is that how we said we're going to pronounce this? <laughs> sure. Godin or Godin? Don't know. <laughs> Submitted we'll butcher his, his wireless. Name. Yeah, I tend to do that. Uh, Submitted his wireless PC VR streaming patch to Facebook's App Lab last week. According to the developer, the patches, the patch to activate the feature is currently under review by Facebook with hopes that the wireless PC VR streaming feature will see an easier path for installation or to installation for users. Facebook is also working on its own PC VR wireless streaming solution, but details of the project are still unknown. That's pretty cool. I mean, that's been one of my biggest complaints with, except for if it's just going to be to Facebook. But if it's uh. streaming, <laughs> if it's streaming in general, then that's nice because mm-hmm. um, that, like I said, that has been one of my biggest complaints with the, you know, VR and streaming period. Like I wish it was a lot more like user friendly and simplified. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, streaming to Facebook. No, just Facebook platform. That's not cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's an interesting dilemma therein because like what google is probably in, in all rights one of facebook's biggest competitors to them so like do they want to make it easier for us to stream to youtube like the place people if you actually care about or do they want to right. make it harder on us and try and force us to stream on facebook because even today i was streaming something on my quest and i was like this is so annoying because i can't see my chat i have to like take a break and look at my phone to see chat and it's like they, yeah. i know they could solve this if they tried at all why do they not try? Streaming and casting, period. It, they make it so difficult. Mm-hmm. So just for a quick review, because App Lab was announced super recently. For those that are like, what is App Lab? What, what is the importance of this? App Lab is an official way to have like third-party content that is not directly on the Quest store, on, but you can still play third-party content on the Quest in Quest 2. Which is actually kind of a big deal because, you know, the Quest and Quest 2 are currently the best selling headsets by a landslide. So th- this is this this would be pretty big to kind of beat Facebook to the punch on getting wireless VR set up. Additionally, if they if they allow this to happen, 
because we know as destiny mentioned they're going to they're planning to have wireless vr support now if they're planning to do that with a hardware accessory then that's money out of their pocket if they approve this kind of an app yeah so we'll see i i'm hesitant you know facebook is hardly the company that loves to implement other people's ideas in friendly consumer ways so we'll see if this gets approved but app lab we weren't expecting app lab either that was a surprisingly friendly move on facebook's part so total we we really have no idea what's if this is gonna be approved or not i feel like as facebook starts to see that they're dominating the market they're gonna get a little friendlier i feel like it's been like i feel like it's been as they fought to take the top spot they've been really really mean with their stuff and not sharing and once they once they end up being the front runner for headsets in the wild i feel like maybe we'll see a bit more okay let's help everyone else grow now that we are the top instead of instead of helping along the way so Mm -hmm. uh speaking of that though let's let's talk about quest 2 sales Mm -hmm. uh so quest 2 is potentially on track to reach 5 million units sold by the end of 2021. Now, Facebook doesn't announce their data, so this is going off speculation from people in the industry, predictions. Keep that in mind as we talk about this. So mm-hmm. according to the Rec Room studio, because they can analyze how many new people are joining Rec Room, how, they're, how many people are playing on it, they believe that the Quest 2 has sold somewhere between 2 and 3 million headsets. This is from a Rec Room Slack message, and this is an exact quote. They said, because people have been talking about the the 1 million, people have been talking about, oh, there's 1 million sold, 1 million sold, and we don't actually know. They said in their Slack room message, quote, the actual number is probably more like 2 to 3 million Quest 2s in Q4. We saw 1 million new Quest users in the past three months. So guessing if our attach rate is 40% or lower, we definitely haven't gotten to all of them yet, end quote. Now, keep in mind, that is coming from Rec Room. This is a company that's highly vested in VR, so they could be optimistic in trying to overshoot the numbers, but that's mm-hmm. them guessing from how many new people they saw enter, how many. And then Super Data, if you don't know who they are, website that tries to predict the future based on sales and analytics and all this, they always said they expected unit sales for the Quest 2 to reach $3 million for this full year. So 2021, $3 million. If they've actually sold 2 or $3 million, they might hit 5 million by the end of this year, which would put them as one of the highest ever sold of VR. Uh, mm-hmm. Not quite surpassing our prediction. We were thinking in a year they would totally pass PS4. They would still be slightly behind, but on track to pass it at least early 2022. Uh, and these are predictions. These can totally change. We might be surprised if Facebook might actually tell us, hey, we've sold right. this many. <laughs> well, because they'll actually, they, when they actually have a number to brag about, I feel like they'll actually maybe tell us uh right who knows what do you what do you guys think about this this is good for the vr industry it's not great for facebook taking over the vr industry but as a whole i feel like it's a good thing that we're just getting in more homes right Mm -hmm. but well and you know now they're already talking about quest 3 oh yeah yeah which makes sense though i mean the minute you finish something and it's for sale in stores you're going to start working on the next one unless you think you're going to quit like there's no reason to not be working on the next one because they can't continue to work on a product that's already out right that is true especially with sales that good i'm sure they'll be pushing it mm-hmm. well it took 
I, I guess, you know, I'm sure they were hoping to like blow the PlayStation VR out of the water in terms of sales, but this is pretty much exactly what we saw for PlayStation VR two to three million uh, in the first like two years and uh, roughly five million by the time you reached three years. So uh, they're a little faster, I think, but this is hardly record. This is it's not it's not like crazy wide adoption this thing isn't in everyone's homes like i'm sure they were kind of hoping that's kind of what they were pressing for right yeah um, especially with that low price point so well and the fact that they haven't ran out of stock like every other vr headset has in existence like some places got low but these things are nothing like vr headsets of the past that immediately sold out every time one was on the shelf these things have right. managed to stay in stock because they produced so many which is good or bad? Good for us. Possibly bad for them if they were expecting to sell out. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see. Exciting stuff for the, everyone that still wants an Oculus Quest 2. I, honestly, I think if they hadn't made you have a Facebook one with it, I think they would have had problems keeping them on the shelf. Because yeah. everyone yeah. I know, everyone I know that's interested, at least half of them have said, I'm not going to do it because of that. My parents. Yeah, myself included. Have, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you. Yeah. My parents, who now have two Quest 1s, they would probably have gotten two Quest 2s if it hadn't have been for this. So they, they mm -hmm. shot themselves in the foot a little bit there, but maybe maybe enough people aren't going to care that it's still going to work well. That's what right. they're hoping yeah. for. Yeah. <sighs> we will see. All right, moving on to our last news piece, Napster. So that that's an old name. <laughs> Wait, who's Napster? <laughs> um, what have they done? Um, for, for the younger audience out there, what is Napster? Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't even remember. That's just like a name that I know. And they were like I'm... before LimeWire. So LimeWire was how you used to steal music off the internet. Mm -hmm. Before yeah. LimeWire was the way you did it, Napster was how you did it. Uh, that's right. Yep. <laughs> that's that's the real yeah. simple LimeWire. explanation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so good. So. Melody VR, which is a, 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 a VR game, was recently acquired by the Napster Group and will be rebranded as under the Napster name. Napster Group also includes Rhapsody. And with this acquisition, people will have new ways to enjoy music in a virtual setting backed by significantly more funding. <laughs> just, just saw Natalie's comment in chat. Napster, is it 2002? Um, <laughs> it's good. Um so uh, this is um, uh, this is from Anthony Magic Group CEO. He says, having recently completed the acquisition of Napster slash Rhapsody, we have taken the decision to rename our parent company to Napster Group PLC. Given our objectives for the year ahead, which include the launch of a new Napster brand and music platform, we believe that renaming our company will provide for greater global recognition of our business across both corporate and commercial channels. Their goals are probably to be a go-to service for like, all live virtual concerts concerts right we, we've seen examples of like different diff different groups we are virtual desktop and whatnot um kind of dip their toes into virtual concerts right we've seen some virtual concerts on concerts in vr chat so th but i think this is like the first music focused company that will really go after this which is cool but we'll, we'll see if they are successful in that um the first of their goals is to develop a new mobile app which will launch in quarter four 2021 it'll provide both steam streamed music and the immersive live music shows the company is known for um so they featured like 
uh, Bibirixa. I don't know if I said that right. I've never heard of that. Uh, Wiz Khalifa, Imagine Dragons. I butchered that name. I don't know why. <laughs> Imagine Dragons, <laughs> Cypress Hill. Um, and Cypress their Hill. app is currently available on Melody VR, that is, uh, is currently available on Oculus Quest and Oculus Go, as well as on mobile. The, that's funny because you say Cypress Hill. That's another one. I'm like, is it really 2002? I know, like, right? I that's when you said that. Forever. I was like, yes. yeah. Yeah, oh, some old stuff. And that's that's kind of like how a lot of these things feel, like both them and virtual desks, or not virtual desktop, uh, uh, big screen VR, um, you know, with, with like, it, they have all these movies that like were popular, but they're, they're really going to become successful when they get on that like current ongoing, like new release, newly released stuff when like, you know, these big name artists of the current top 50 release something and they want to go on tour if you can hop on that bandwagon then you get then you really can drum up some interest but like getting like these old older groups um or and like playing older stuff just like uh, come on guys you gotta step this up (laughs) Uh, it'll be interesting i feel like this might be one of those things where they're gonna try and build something and sell it i i don't i because i mean i just haven't heard anything about this company like are they hoping to become the name of this and then get bought or are they really hoping to like because they even have a they barely have this platform i don't know it just seems weird that they're like trying to fight their way to make the name for it when i feel like oculus venues is the only thing that most people know especially when this is going to be on quest like Mm -hmm. that's what i was going to say it sounds like they're trying to compete with oculus venues yeah right and Uh. and i mean melody vr has been out for a while it's it's not like it's brand new, so you know they're gonna rebrand it and they're gonna put a bigger name on it, like Napster. You know people have heard of that, but that Apparently. doesn't guarantee success. <laughs> we'll see if this acquisition actually plays out. It needs something because concerts are cool in VR, but right now there's just not. The problem is they need to be accessible across every headset to hang out with your friends in them. Trying to yeah. keep everything on the Quest is just killing us in so many ways. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Same thing with the games, like. Again, mm-hmm. another one of my biggest complaints with, I guess, VR in general, we need more cross-platform games. Right. Okay, with that, we're going to wrap up our news piece and hop on to something far more fun. And that's the games we've been playing. We got some good mm-hmm. stuff. Um, we've got, let's see, we'll be talking about Powder VR. We'll be talking about Facebook Horizons. I'm really mm. looking forward to what Jay's got to say about that. <laughs> um react performance trainer i wasn't expecting to see this one on the list and project wingman which i have been playing so let's hop into it starting with powder vr destiny jay you guys played this destiny what is this game about so okay i'll say this jay has already played before this was my first time playing and Mm -hmm, basically it's like a a skiing and snowboarding snowboarding game i can't talk today either see i'm going sneeboarding <laughs> <laughs> great now let's suck my head okay but uh so yeah it's really cool i mean that's basically it it's a pretty simple game but i do love some of the things about it um one thing that's cool is the customization i love that in any game in the beginning you get to mess around with like if you want to change the color or like change your outfit you know, so that's pretty cute. And then mm-hmm. um, and then also one of the things I did enjoy about the game is that it, it has a very thorough introduction. Like it really walks you through 
and usually I'm known for like skipping all that. I'm not going to lie towards it. And I kind of skipped past it. So I wanted to hurry up and jump into it. But right. I was impressed. It was nice. Um, Is I don't it know, multiplayer? It's not. Right, Jay? I'm pretty sure it's not. It's still in beta. So I can't confirm whether that's a detail it's going to come but i feel like i didn't mm-hmm. see it when i was in there although i did not spend a lot of time so it's possible and i just missed it uh although the intro is really good the interface that you like go from place to place in it is not as as self-explanatory because you like go to this ski lift to go to this and go to this ski lift to go to this it's not and you have to travel there with your physical hands so it's not super simple like oh here's the multiplayer menu and here's this it's it's a little more convoluted than that mm-hmm Right, right. Yeah, the, the the game looks pretty fun if you just like look at images of this. How would you say the graphics hold up when you're actually in the headset? Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I mean, considering I've never played a game like that, it was pretty rad mm-hmm. to you know test out, and so I I don't really have any complaints on the graphics or anything. And honestly, like I've never been in real life, I haven't even really seen a lot of snow, so I don't. I also don't know a comparison on how like accurate it is. Wait, you haven't seen snow? Did I, I, did I hear that right? Snow, like maybe an inch of it once every like oh five years oh my gosh destiny like, <laughs> what oh yes. wow Texas. get, yeah, but, get out remember, destiny live in the find South, some like... snow <laughs> one snow day is I'll... not bigger in texas no <sighs> yeah. yeah no snow I'll, I'll see it one day but <laughs> next um, thing you know you're gonna next tell me like you haven't seen the ocean or something i've seen it I've once seen a... you've no, seen I've... only one oh my yes. gosh <laughs> i can't even i can't even imagine oh, i can't imagine I went to New inland. England and it was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do. I live a lot more inland. But, <laughs> Somebody um, like l- lives next to the coast. That's just like mind blowing <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, it must be nice. We have lakes and ponds. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but so, yeah, like I said, I don't really know, um, you know, just like how you were talking about the kayak game, you're able and you've been kayaking, you were able to, you know, say if it's pretty realistic or not. I have no idea. I just know it was fun. It genuinely was fun. And one thing I was kind of nervous about, Jay, I remember you saying that it was pretty rough as far as the motion sickness. But um, I think I really, um, like I babied myself and I started off on like the like bare minimum like level that I could find. And it wasn't too bad, but I don't know. Maybe like I said, I just didn't play long enough or I didn't get far enough. What else do you think, Jay? Did you ski or snowboard? Because I think you start skiing, right? Yes, I did the skiing. Did? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, we talked about this game before, so I won't I won't go too long here. But the thing was, the game skiing felt really good. Because when you're mm-hmm. skiing, you're going straight where your face is going. You have your sticks in your hands that you can steer with. And that was great. The snowboarding is where the game fell on its face for me. Because it didn't have a good, reliable way to aim it. It actually mm-hmm. said what it wanted you to do is put your uh, controller in your pocket and like calibrate the, debra- the direction of your hips and then use your hips to steer instead of your hands or your head. Because when you're on a snowboard, you're using your your way you lean to steer. And without using like a Wii Fit board or something, you're just not going to translate that into VR well. Uh, mm-hmm. The game, I mean, it's snow, so it didn't have to try that hard to look decent. It's it's white everywhere, but I remember it did look it did look decent for what it was. Uh, okay. They're actively working on it, so I'm sure it's getting better all the time. And it's been a couple months for me, so I think I'm a few updates behind on what I'm thinking of the game. 
the skiing was fun. It, it, it was still, you could tell it was in development though. I think I fell through the world once randomly and uh, a couple little things like that, but I think it's a very promising game. I think when they get the final release, it's going to be pretty well known and kind of be the standard at least. And then I hope to see some better designs for a snowboarding game where you can do stunts and like feel like you're mm-hmm. actually snowboarding somehow they're going to have to either come out with a peripheral or something though, to make that feel right, because you got to get your hips involved and your legs with snowboarding. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. That we, um, Oh, what was I going to say? I totally forgot. I like began the sentence and it just left my head. (laughs) (laughs) I just flickered off. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what just happened. Um, well, I'll, I'll try and think of it, but in the meantime, yeah, this, this game looks, it looks pretty good. I, I might have to try it. I remember you saying that last time that you had, you had difficulties. Oh, I remember what I was going to say. If I remember correctly, last time we covered this game, you were saying this game would really do well. You think with like something like the Wii fit motion board thing, like something in a in peripheral accessory to really allow you to like, kind of feel like you're on an actual snowboard. Yeah, that, it would that be might perfect. Be it would be, mm-hmm. it would work so well, except you might fall down because it's a little, the Wii Fit board's not that big if you've never used one when you stand on it. Right. But, but I've played snowboarding games on the Wii Fit board and they're pretty fun. Being in VR would be so cool though. Mm-hmm. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the next game, we have Facebook Horizon. Jay, what is Facebook Horizons for those that aren't aware? Uh, Facebook Horizon is currently a, I don't even know if I'd call it a game. It's a social Mm -hmm. experience. It's currently in beta and it's an invite only beta. So this is why earlier I was joking with you, right? Because you said that I have low standards. Uh, This game or app, whatever you want to call it. I, (laughs) I felt like it was rec room. If you stripped away everything that makes rec room fun and pretty, you oh, end up with goodness. you end up with Facebook Horizon, and I was like, I was thinking after I played, I was like, am I a negative person? Like, I feel like I dog <laughs> on a lot of games that we play. Like, I feel like I don't give out very many good reviews, but I was genuinely depressed by the end of playing Facebook Horizon. <laughs> so you start off like you would in Rec Room. You start off in a little intro, and you customize your character. Uh, I was struggling to figure out if I had accidentally set my. Uh, gender wrong because i couldn't find facial hair anywhere uh but then someone told me in chat it just doesn't have it so i was like well there's there's an immersion break right there like how are how popular are beards right now come on come on people (laughs) yeah Uh, that's really surprising yeah so i get past that part i mean it's it's building your face i think you could change the color of your clothes and there were a few clothing options but it was it was basic it felt like if you were in the beta for rec room before the beta was even out it felt so basic so then you get out and you end up in uh the plaza is what they're basically calling the hub and there's there's random stuff around there to kind of play with you can go grab a a boomerang and throw it at some targets there's a little big style tom hanks in the movie big style life-size piano you can kind of jump on and walk around um it it they made it difficult to figure out how to get smooth turns, but they, luckily there's like a full time staff dude standing in there all the time, ready to tell you how to do how to play your game. Like this was a real person in the plaza that was like ready to answer your questions. But every Creepy. every game, there most of the games are user made, and they're like rec room user made games, but just terrible. Uh, 
I'm sure there's some good ones. I, I am being negative now. I Probably can say not. that for sure. I'm sure there's <laughs> some good ones, but all of them I tried weren't that good. Like there was mm-hmm. one that was called Area 52. And you, you load into this thing and it's the most basic looking landscape. You're, you find out there's a little bit of a story going on. You're a janitor at Area 52 and you go in this one night and there's this alien trapped and you can try to free the alien. And when I say like you free the alien, you like take your key card in and you like tap it on a computer and press enter and that reflashes it and you steal the thing to unlock the code. And then you grab basically what looks like a stuffed animal. There's no life to this alien and you carry it out back to its spaceship. And that's the end. I think I played all of the, all of the main screen user recommended apps that it gave in like an hour. And I was through this thing. I was sad and depressed because I was like, if Facebook, if Facebook really steals the whole VR industry like they're trying to do, and this becomes like the main social app, it's got to get a lot better before it comes out of beta or no one's going to play this. I, I can't see why anyone would choose it over Rec Room or VR Chat for any reason right now. Mm-hmm. Just, there was nothing great. And, and that's when I was like, am I negative? I went on and watched some other YouTubers try it for their first time. And they were like, I don't know if they were playing it up or if they really were impressed. They're like, oh, look at this. This is so cool. Look at this. This is cool. And I was like, man, maybe my standards are getting too high because I just feel like I am just a jerk. <laughs> no, I'm sure I mean, a lot you're probably of, very accurate. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of, I don't know, a lot of YouTubers are, you know, that, that, that's what, no offense to them because that's just how YouTube works. But you got to be excited about stuff if you want to if you want to succeed there so that's that are really like given to the rage and cause controversy <laughs> um <laughs> i um as you were talking i went ahead and submitted myself for the beta just so i can try it out as well i did not realize that they'd open the sign up beta well they've had it for quite a while i signed up a long time ago and didn't get in the first round i don't know what their standards are but finally mm-hmm. they just emailed me randomly and it didn't seem like a whole flurry of people were online saying they got in too it's like they're just slowly letting people in i don't know i was just i was just saddened mhm they're out of their mind <laughs> <laughs> so um i've i've mean one second i'm having to like speaking of trying to get things set up i just decided to take the glasses out of my headset because i was having issues um i don't know like this is you you have a right to be like okay we've got some established social games right the 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 games that aren't really games or they're more social vr experiences you have vr chat and you have rec room these are extremely popular games and they've been established so of course you're going to compare it to them mm-hmm. and the worry is that fa- it, it, we wouldn't really care or be worried about it if it was i don't know joe schmo working on this right it's just like if it succeeds then great if it doesn't then whatever but this is Facebook. They are known for making things very proprietary. And if they like kind of force this on people, force you to use it for who knows what, maybe even like kick out like rec room from their store or whatever to try and push this. They really like to force things down people's throats when it comes to their, especially their social experiences. And you got to remember for Facebook, you are the product. And for them to so heavily push a social app, it, it like it feels like it's like a theme park, but you gotta know that. But like, you, it's a free theme park, but 
you got to know that when you're walking into the theme park, what they're making money off of isn't your wallet. It's literally every single action you take within there that's like categorized and turned in, like churned through a data machine and then used to send you advertisements and feed companies. So it's like it's super nefarious and it's kind of weird. <laughs> so like it just feels like such a force you know it doesn't feel like there's passion behind this project mm-hmm. maybe there's some developers working on it that really like what they're doing but facebook is when it when it comes to this kinds of stuff it, it really like there's so many red flags and them creating a game that already just doesn't live up to the existing uh, uh spaces of vr chat and rec room it's it's worrying yeah, I I hope to see that they make some changes or make it better, or they really just open up the tools to the creators to make cool stuff out of it. But like Rec Room did a great job of having some good created stuff from them to start, and so there's always these really good options to play, even if you want to go down that rabbit hole of stuff. I don't know what was user made and what was Facebook made that I was playing. I'm guessing like the PvP was probably Facebook made because it seemed like the most polished, but it was like unbelievably nerfed it wasn't like rec room where you're shooting paintball guns it was like this like weird gun that looked like a foam ball was created by it and then shot and it fell really fast and it just felt like it was made to cater to eight-year-olds or younger like it didn't feel like something like paintball and rec room where it can work for kids but adults can enjoy it too it felt like it was like made for children and and it, i just i was just so sad by the end of my experience Mm-hmm. yeah I, I still am when i think back <laughs> yeah i'm looking forward to talking to some other people to see what they think and playing it myself i hope you get in because i would love to hear that you found something better to do with your time because maybe the <laughs> maybe the recommendations i got for the games were good. when i went looking on youtube i saw someone had made like a little star wars thing and mm-hmm. and i was like i saw nothing that looked good at all everything i saw on my like recommended here's the things to try screen was all just terrible Mm -hmm. it's terrible oh and on top okay and like if they're really going after like you know user created worlds then they're also competing against dreams technically which is pretty popular so jay you also played react performance trainer i did did uh abshire talk about this i'm trying to remember if i've heard of this game because i don't like we talked about a couple podcasts ago i might have been the one with abshire i don't remember so this is not actually a game This is a VR application that is meant to increase your performance in sports, life, wherever, by increasing your reaction time and your hand-eye coordination. Uh, 20 bucks, quest only. And, you know, I've only played it today, so I'm going to have to get back at you if it actually does do this. Uh, But... It is a weird experience. So the way it works, you're standing at this at this deck, whatever you want to call it, like you're standing in place. And in front of you, you have an assortment of similar shaped squares, diamonds. I'm not doing a great job explaining this because it's kind of weird. Look up some screenshots if you're if you're wondering about it. There's this assortment of like maybe seven, sometimes depending on what way you're playing, uh, of these cubes that are floating around in front of you. And two of them are going to be bombers and mm-hmm. the rest are going to be ballers as in as in they're going to throw balls at you or they're going to throw bombs at you and so your job is you have to block the balls 
and you have to dodge the bombs. What's really tricky about this, though, is you don't know during the game which is which. You only see it at the beginning, and then the ones that are the bombers start off red. They turn around, and you can no longer see them anymore. Oh. So you are trying <laughs> to mentally track those two out of the crowd, like mm-hmm. a kind of like a Where's Waldo of these moving objects, and and block the balls as they shoot. And when a bomber goes to shoot, you have to remember if it's a bomber, because you can't tell until the bomb's been shot. And if you know that's a bomber that's about to shoot, you pull the trigger, and that slows the bomb down after it mm-hmm. gets shot out. So it's so weird. So you're not you're actually not focusing your eyes in this game like, you, like you'd think when you're trying to improve your hand-eye coordination. You're like trying to focus out your eyes and use your peripheral vision completely while letting your eyes track two objects without moving. Now, if this is getting really confusing, it feels even <laughs> weirder when you're trying A to play bit. it. It's even weirder when you're trying to play it because it's like... It's like if there was a crowd of people and you're trying to watch two people move around in the crowd at the same time, you can't focus on one and then focus on the other because you're going to lose them in the crowd. You have to mm-hmm. like let your eyes unfocus and try to just track these both with your brain. And mm-hmm. and that's where the hand-eye coordination comes in because you're supposed to hit where these balls are shooting at you with your hand-eye coordination by blocking these in the exact spots they're telling you to hit them from while also tracking these other two, and that's where your mental capacity is coming from. You're having to track with your peripheral vision and then timing. You're trying to slow these bombs down before they come at you. Now, mm-hmm. as far as I can tell, that's the game. That's all of it. That's the application. You, When you're first learning it, it takes you step by step learning it. So like there is one mode where you're only tracking. There's one mode where you're only punching balls. But when it comes to the actual competitive <laughs> part, it is pretty much just this uh, with a different number of how many are there. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I'm going to try to force myself to keep playing this and see if I can really improve my times. But I don't know that it's actually going to improve my hand-eye coordination or my reaction time. I think I'm just going to get better at this application. I don't know if it's going to change anything in my real life like this is advertising it's supposed to do. But you, you might have to like – I can't. I think the only way to test this would be to have some other activity that can to some measurable degree show you your reaction time. And it's something that you can't practice. Purposely, don't practice it, but do it like initially uh, um, to get a sense for like how quick you are or whatever, or how accurate you are. Then do this for like, I don't know, a week, and then come back and see if you've improved at that other thing. And even then, you could just have like improved just because you've played it before and you've had time to sleep on it. (laughs) But tell Natalie, start throwing a Nerf ball at me when I'm not looking (laughs) and let's see how many I block. Honestly, (laughs) that'd be a far more fun way to start developing (laughs) your hand-eye coordination is just occasionally someone throwing some like Nerf dart at you and you have to like stop it. That sounds... Next time I am... uh, uh, have uh, live with a partner i'm gonna ask her to do that because that sounds so fun <laughs> that's there you go well the thing about this game is or this application i keep calling it a game it feels kind of like a game i felt like i was doing a terrible job i felt uh-huh. absolutely horrible this was my first time i only played it for half an hour and then one of the many results that told me was that i was in like the 92 percent range of how good i was so one of my complaints about the game was like i it didn't feel like I was doing good at all. There's no like 
confirmation of how you're doing or what you're doing when you're doing it. So I had no idea until the test results came. And I really felt like the only way I'd be able to tell is if you played it two or three times and you start comparing your own results. Because, yeah, mm-hmm. there's there's the other people on the leaderboards, but you don't know if they played 100 hours, if they, it's their first hour. You don't really know what you're comparing yourself to. So there's right. not, besides comparing to yourself over time, there's not really going to be any value in this. This isn't going to be something you're going to love or enjoy your first time. This is going to be, if you're doing this, I feel like you're grinding. You're, like, trying to get good yeah. at it. It's just not genuinely fun at all. Uh, but that's not what it's for. It's supposed to be a tool. Uh and anytime there's something in VR that's not gaming, I want to check it out because I know VR can go so far beyond gaming, but this just did not feel like it was hitting the mark for me. It felt, it, it was kind of interesting. It, it gave me a headache uh, <laughs> because mm-hmm. you're focusing out and I'm already in a quest too, which doesn't fit my IPD perfectly. And I'm trying to do this and my eyes were just going crazy. They were watering during it. They hated it so much. <laughs> I was like, I don't, wow. I don't feel like this is the right way. And again, see, maybe I'm just negative. Maybe you shouldn't listen to my <laughs> opinions of games. Maybe I am terrible mm. and just negative, but this did not feel like 20 bucks, no matter what I 10 bucks, maybe, but 20 bucks, no matter what universe it's in, whose plans, I don't feel like it was worth 20 bucks. <sighs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, 20 bucks is not like the, 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 you can do a lot with 20 bucks. Yeah. But you know, the, it's the, two hours of your life. If you're working on minimum wage, like that's two hours. <laughs> you're never getting back. Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, uh, sometimes that's kind of like what these are for, right? You know, if this is, if this is, if this is for people who are in it to truly increase their hand-eye coordination, they've got a sport they're trying to get better at, whatever the case may be, you know, it's not supposed to be fun then, right? It's work that you're putting in and, and maybe that's how it should be judged. You know, is it effective as opposed to, is it fun? Um, because like what this kind of reminds me i i occasionally use an a a, a aim trainer like a mouse and keyboard aim trainer um and when you play those man you feel like you're just awful (laughs) i i don't place very high in them i i'd like to think like before that i I thought like you know i think i'm probably by now a pretty good fps gamer i play that thing and i'm like barely reaching the 50th percentile i'm like i must be terrible um and I'm hoping that 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 like the data is skewed because hopefully like people who are already kind of good are the ones who would use a name trainer. Mm-hmm. That's like my only solace. Um, so you know the, these things are they're not usually fun. You know they, you're doing them for a purpose, and maybe that's how it should be judged. It's hard to say though. And it's also hard because you have to play it long enough to know. But again, I feel like it's kind of like the stuff I used to do on the Wii Fitboard and stuff. Like, I don't think I was getting any better at balancing in real life. I think I was just getting better at playing the game. I mm. don't know that this game will translate to real life. I don't know. So, right. In- interesting. Play this for a couple hours and then play some Beat Saber and see if you just, like, knock whatever song you've been trying to work on, like, out <laughs> of the park that's that's how you can judge it maybe yeah i don't think i don't think it'll translate <laughs> moving, <just> on. Try- <laughs> moving on <laughs> tell me what you played Rip. what did you try this week so earlier december in fact december 1st i think uh we finally got the release of project wingman and i didn't play it then for reasons i don't remember sure i mean sure just december was a busy month for everyone oh, really yeah. um especially here in the full dive gaming podcast, we were all super busy. In fact, we took like a week or two off. Um, 
so I finally had the chance to play it, bought it, wasn't on sale. So I was, you know, my expectations were a little high. Um, fortunately, it's got a very reasonable price tag. It's like it's 20, 15 bucks. Let me find it real quick. So Project Wingman is made, from what I understand, it's made by the guys that originally, I think, made Project I'm just having trouble here. There we go. Project Wingman. 25 bucks. So not the worst thing in the world, especially considering that this isn't like some this isn't like your typical VR. This is basically just a long test demo game, right? You know, this is this is not a only VR game. This is a spiritual successor to Ace Combat, which I'm sure many of you have played. It's part of a lot of people's childhood. I was kind of excited to go into this because I actually didn't play Ace Combat as a kid. It just wasn't one of those games I played. It was like I had friends that played it and they loved it. And it like kind of kickstarted their love for like flight simulators and stuff like that. But I never played it. Maybe that's why I'm not crazy into flight simulators. But so this is this is a spiritual simulator, spiritual successor. It's going for that same sort of arcadey feel right you know it's not about super advanced wind physics all the buttons being exactly like a combat fighter ace 457 i don't know i'm just making shit up now um (laughs) (laughs) tells you what i know um you know this it's not hyper realistic it's just fun so this is actually something i think like you know you and i would like jay you know this is just this isn't trying to be hyper realistic it's just trying to be fun yeah so I was I was excited going into this. Um, it was kind of like I, I haven't played VTOL VR yet either. So I was like, it's either buying this or VTOL VR. And I decided to buy this because clickbait. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, so I played it. It was fun. It was pretty. But it also was a little clunky. Um, so I was playing it. I didn't play it on my HOTAS. I played it on an Xbox controller because I heard that it just has like direct support with that. And I didn't really want to deal with key binding frustrations because that's always one of the biggest pains for, you know, these these flight games. You know, that I wanted to know that for those that are just, you know, your average Joe Schmo, that they don't need to like uh, even just people that don't have VR that are interested in this game, you know, and they don't have an expensive Hotas. They just want to play a fun flight game. Is this good for you? Or do you need to be like super into VR or or, uh, super into flight Sims? And it definitely was simple, like stupid, simple in terms of the controls. Even I was like star Wars squadrons had more depth than this game so far, (laughs) (laughs) which was saying something. Um, Apparently, Ace Combat 7 Skies Unknown has VR mode on PSVR. I did not know that. I played it. It's like three VR missions. It's not the whole game. It is oh. It is pretty cool, though. Okay. Um, I will say also, this game really kind of... Man, if there's, a, if there's a game that made me show that my, my, my old 1060 is showing its age, it's this one. It, I mean, Half-Life Alex ran better than this thing. Um, definitely low frame rate. A little, a little kind of jittery um and but i could tell that this game probably looks a lot better on pc and it's really the 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 art style is really cool the ui style was really cool in vr there were kind of some problems though because when you 
the 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 like the cockpit elements ui was disconnected from the like the ui elements that were attached to your helmet or your eyes or whatever so you had i like constantly had to like change focus and like i felt like i was like practicing crossing my eyes with this game where i was constantly switching between like looking close to my dash and then looking out at the farm menu trying to get different information readouts um for and but it was like i felt like i would have preferred there wasn't so much information that it couldn't have all just been in one place especially with how simple the game was so it ended up being kind of an exercise in this like eye straining (laughs) thing (laughs) which i wasn't crazy about um it was fun though i (laughs) i didn't get past the first mission though because this game has the worst checkpoints the worst I was playing, I was just, you know, especially in like, you know, it's a flight game. I'm playing in VR. I'm taking my time. You know, I'm flying around, getting kills. I crash because I was trying to shoot a boat and I hit the water. I was like, okay, let's restart. And I did that. And then I finally got good enough that I like played through most of the mission. By then I'd put about 30 minutes in, maybe not 30 minutes, but a while, like at at least 10 to 20. And then I was going for a building and I accidentally clipped the wing and crashed. And then, bam, I'm back to the very beginning of the entire mission. Uh, I'm like, what? <laughs> I I don't want to go and do that all again. Like, it's fun, but it's not that fun. You know, this isn't like some Dark Souls game where I feel some satisfaction in, like, getting good enough to last longer this time. It was just, it was fairly tedious. Like, I'm just flying and destroying a couple, like, boats in the ground and co- destroying a couple AA guns and it didn't feel hard nor challenging and it doesn't have some amazing like flight sim stuffed that you have to learn. It, it it was instead this, like it was so crushing to just like do kind of all this dull spectacle stuff all over again, just because I'd crashed on accident then yeah, like bad. go all the way back to the beginning. Yeah. I don't know if that's kind of an ace combat thing. Cause in ace combat, it, you, if you crash it, you can still continue, but like you had to finish the whole mission just right. Otherwise it wasn't done at all. And it's like oh. a long time on some of these, actually everyone who played ace combat never completed the first mission. Uh, Cause even after it's all said and done, you like have to go land on an aircraft carrier and it's a hard landing. So like no one ever actually finished the first mission, <laughs> but you enjoy the whole thing. Cause it's pretty, you're using the, I was using the Hotas. It felt really real. So how much was the game? Yep. It's let's see. I have it open here. It is 25 bucks. Is, is this a finished game or is this an early access? What What are we talking? It is a finished game. That's what's kind of cool. This thing's been through betas and stuff for a while. People have been hyping this up and it is now like officially out. Um, And from i mean in terms of what other people are enjoying you know if if you're like hearing my experience and going oh i don't know if i want to pick this up let me just kind of bite back my words here for a second this game has already got like 4200 reviews on steam of being very positive and the recent reviews of 700 reviews also very positive people clearly love this game a lot of people are saying if you liked Ace Combat and that was your shtick, you'll love this game. So if if this is your thing, then you will probably have much better mileage than I did. 
it I didn't have the nostalgia going in. I was just going on purely like I've played some VR stuff. I really love Elite Dangerous. I've so many people have forced me to play um a lot of the more like deep flights in games and while I didn't stick with them, I could at least appreciate them and their their complexity. And I just wasn't like super I'll probably play more of this cuz I you know, I spent 25 bucks on it. I'm go- I I want my 25 bucks out of it. Um that or I return it before I reach my two hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I'll, I'll play more of this and probably come back to the podcast and go like, hey, here's, you know, I played more. I've gotten more experience. But just first impressions, I was like, this is very pretty, but I think I need to be running like a 300 series card or 3000 series card to really appreciate this. Truth. Well, you've got mm-hmm. me slightly interested saying that it wasn't super simish because I I get sick of the stuff. That's no, too not simish, at all. And then I have to learn. Uh, but I'll, I'll wait. I'll wait till you tell me more about it mm-hmm. to see if I want to make an investment. It it was so it's it's non sim to the point where they can free up one of the most obvious buttons, which is pressing down on like the right stick on a controller that resets your view. When a game has a dedicated reset view button, you know that it doesn't have very complicated controls. <laughs> <laughs> True. And this is not a VR only game. So the fact that it's got that many good reviews is also kind of a good thing because that means people are comparing this to normal flying games and are still liking it. This isn't right. only VR reviews. So, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, try this out, guys. Um, one person, uh, sleep gaming in chat says, only thing I don't like about flights in VR games is motion sickness. That's a really good point. Um, this game fortunately has probably the most obtusive or uh, intrusive, obtrusive. I don't even know. Intrusive, intrusive, like heads up display metal case things in front. It feels like if you ever played VR, uh, Star Wars squadrons and we're in the TIE fighter, they're like, man, how do people fight in this thing? Because it is so cramped and I can't see out of this thing. Um, it's just like that. <laughs> These yeah. things, it's like you can see above you a lot and you can like look around, but in front of you is just a ton of metal. Um, and it was it was a little much. And it's that's it was like really close to you. And I, I mean, in real life combat, you know, most of these combats are in fact pretty close. You know, they're cramped. They're cramped things, but concerning it's an arcade game and it's vr and i was also just dealing with some like focus issues at that point which might have colored my perception of the game um it it felt a little close nice play something simpler like ultra wings i love ultra wings i love ultra wings it's like pilot wings (laughs) uh but in vr Mm -hmm. and it's one where you use your motion controls to control it and it's it's just simple good old fun i like it yeah Gotcha. Um, all right. Unless you've got more questions, I'll move Sanjay. Let's 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 discuss stuff. Let's discuss stuff. So I, I really hoped we would have Destiny here, you know, get 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 the, the male and female perspectives on VR love. But first, before we talk about, we want to tell you real quick about this week's sponsor. This week's sponsor is Asterian products i nearly said asterian gaming and i was like that's not right um <laughs> so um, asterian makes the aura vr headset along with several other sort of headset stands um so 
the one we love is the Aura. It's a uh, VR headset stand, universal VR headset stand. Really, any VR headset works for this thing. It's got RGB lighting. It's minimalistic. Guys, you're going to love this thing. It's really awesome. We've got an example here in the live stream for those that are curious. It's way bigger than it is in real life. <laughs> but in the general shape is fairly accurate. Um, and we can't recommend these things enough. They are like, I know, I know your stand, not your stand, your headset is still in its box. If you want to get it out of there, give it the proper pedestal it deserves of love and, and, and high end tech. And you want it to match your fancy PC lighting or whatever the case may be. This thing is just perfect for it. Um, Jay here has got like 10 of these things. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of love, I turned this to red. For the, for the love of Valentine's Day. So if you have this in the room, you want to set the mood just right. Mm -hmm. You turn on your aura stand. You put that thing on red, maybe even or pink. orange. Yeah. Or pink. Or, 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 yeah, yeah. And you just you just set the mood with your aura stand. <laughs> Use the code full dive. F-U-L-L-D-I-V at AsterianProducts.com. Set the mood this Valentine's Day the with the love of your life. And with the Styrian products, do it. You, oh, I should have let you take this ad. We clearly you've got it figured out. <laughs> I'll have to tell a Styrian to go listen to that one. <laughs> Again, guys, that's full dive, F-U-L-L-D-I-V-E, at www.asterianproducts.com. $5 off. It's really great. So with that, VR, love. I mean, we already love VR, but this is slightly different. This is loving in VR. This, this is, is loving in VR. It is. It's a whole new level. So, uh, we do I? Oh, I see my problem. I, I pulled up the week fifty eight script to see about uh, when when we initially talked about the reactive training thing, and I was like, this isn't the right information. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, well, there's not much there because um, we're going to be pulling at our own heartstrings here. Yes. Uh, and talk about what could you do? Valentine's Day is this Sunday. Most of us are still in lockdown. How could you use VR to have a better Valentine's Day? Rip, this was kind of your your idea here. Do you have anything you want to start us off with? What's well, a heavy hitter? What are you going to do for Valentine's Day? Mm -hmm. Well, this is well, what am I going to do is uh, probably nothing. But <laughs> for those of you out there, this is actually brought up by my uh, not not one, but like a let's like two friends along with my mom actually you know they all know i've got this vr podcast and they they reached out to me like hey you guys should talk about valentine valentine valentine's day uh you should talk about like vr and love because you know they act apparently pretty often read about all these people that meet in like vr chat or rec room or whatever the case may be um and they fall in love and you know they get to have this very interesting relationship where they can like feel like they're in the same space but in fact they're in vr and they're like thousands of miles apart right which is super cool and very i mean people meet in online gaming communities and match up all the time but the way it happens in vr is totally unique and that's what's really cool about it so you've got a lot of opportunities here if you have your far away date and you know you've got some time I, uh, let's see what what what's what's the day that valentine's day is the sunday we got four sunday. days four days you've got time we just said the oculus quest 2 it's in stock run out to your local best buy go buy one of these things 
give your girlfriend or boyfriend a, a, a $300 Best Buy <laughs> gift card. Yep. <laughs> and you can both have quests. And by this Sunday, if you guys are far apart and you want to feel like you're in the same room again without spending thousands of dollars on plane tickets, this is actually kind of a really cool way. And it doesn't have to be just confined to Valentine's Day. You can keep using this thing. VR is honestly a really, really great way to connect with people that aren't close to you. I mean, we're doing it right now. Jay's up in Oregon. I'm down in California. But we're talking and interacting as if we are visually, as we see here, about know, five feet apart. Yeah, we were we were at we were at a VR wedding before this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, think about it. There's all kinds of things. And it's not just, you know, it's not just rec room. There's VR mm-hmm. chat that has a whole world of romantic places and things you can go look at and view. Mm-hmm. Rec, Room, Rec Room's got great games you can play together. Alt Space is one that I'm sure has something going on for Valentine's Day. They have something going on for everything. <laughs> uh, there's there's so many options. Uh, mm-hmm. But something I wanted to bring up even about this too, what if you're already with with your partner this Valentine's Day? You're in the same home. How can you use VR to do something new and unique that you've never done before? Have you and your partner ever defused a bomb together? there's an amazing game hey now i've heard that one destroys relationships okay here's the thing are you are you in a relationship right now are you thinking is this the one for me or do i need to break it off get keep talking and nobody explodes on your vr headset and play this with them and you're gonna learn real quick if you are able to work together in a team and get through tough times together or if you're gonna tear each other's heads off and hate each other this game will decide your relationship for you one person's in the headset sweating because they're trying to defuse a bomb. The other person has the worst worst ever written instruction manual and has to translate to them how to defuse this bomb. <laughs> it is an amazing experience, something that you can play together and you can decide right then and there. Do we get married or do we do we split up right now on Valentine's Day? Because this thing could do it. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> Uh, um, and for those that you know you don't have a significant other you're just you know right now a lot of you like myself are expecting to just have a lonely valentine's day which is always sad well just the other day actually i was actually reading there was a, there was someone who posted a post on the vr chat subreddit and they were saying they you know they've been alone for a while and th- they're a guy so guys as I'm sure you're all aware, we don't tend to get a lot of physical attention in our lives, right? We don't tend to, you know, we, we don't talk about our feelings as much. It's really hard to feel loved that often, right? You know, people don't tell, no. It's going to be okay. Hey, I'm talking about, it's I'm talking about okay. them, not myself. <laughs> I don't need help, Jay. <laughs> I'll give you some head pads and you'll feel all better. so this guy was saying you know he'd hopped into vr chat and and they were talking about hugs or something and the guy was like just kind of offhand mentioned like i haven't been i haven't been hugged in like a year or no years right and they were like dude come here let's let's cuddle let's hug man and this guy you know you hear about in the vr chat it's like man that's weird and this guy thought it was weird too but he did it and he said he just bawled like a baby. <laughs> and I can believe it because, you know, it's 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 it, we especially it, with COVID, it's really hard to feel that sense of like togetherness and and 
stay away from me. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan Z says, there's nothing a head pet can't fix. So true. Full dive therapy podcast. (laughs) Um, so, you know, there's there's really some unique experiences and you don't know till you've tried it, right? There are lots of really f- just fun, compassionate people here in VR. There's also a lot of people who are just using the, like, the the Knuckles outfit and just saying, show me the way. But not everyone is that way. So, you know, v- VR is really just, guys, it's a really great way to meet people. It's a great way to connect with people. It's a great way to reconnect with people. Cue what the, are you cue doing? The, cue, the ro- <laughs> cue the romantic music. <laughs> what is? Wait. It's gonna, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> Jay's pulled up for those listening in the podcast. Jay's, Jay's given me a Baby Yoda, uh, uh, VR thing. Animal. <laughs> He's really not as cute as the as the the film one. I will say. <laughs> Can I like put this on the desk? Nice. Is that in the stream? Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it. Well, I don't want to put it in front of the aura stand. Yeah, be it's definitely in the stream. We're good. Okay, okay. We're getting silly at the end of the podcast here. <laughs> we are. <laughs> it's late, guys. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I don't know if there's anything else we want to cover on this one, but it's just you know, there's some real opportunities for VR. Consider picking up. As much as I, I'm not picking up a Quest 2 because of Facebook being a dumb idiot. But if you want to experience friendship, consider picking up a VR headset these coming days. And don't spend your Valentine's Day alone. And if you miss out on Valentine's Day, that's okay. These people are still going to be there after Sunday. You know, there's there's plenty of opportunity to get into some real communities and, and, and feel feel the love. The mirror couples aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry. <laughs> Speaking of joining communities and feeling the love, if you are not already part of our Discord server, consider joining our Discord server. We love to share the love. We love to talk to you all. It's it's so much fun. If you are not part of our Discord service service uh, server already, you're just miss. I don't know why I keep I keep like accidentally hitting the baby Yoda, and nearly knocking him off. <laughs> um. If you're not part of the Discord server already, you're just you're doing yourself a disservice. There's some fun stuff there. We'd love to talk to you guys. I know there's like I know a lot of you are like, well, I don't know if I'd really want to. I don't I'm I'm afraid, you know, will they really talk to me? Is it going to be awkward? It is not. It's going to be fun. Hop in, guys. We've got link. If you don't know where to go. No, no, he's really gone. <laughs> if, if you don't know where to go, we've got links to the Discord server in the show notes and the YouTube description. It's everywhere. Do it. Mm-hmm. If you really want to show your love and appreciation for this podcast, we've also got the Patreon. That's $5 a month. It's it's good stuff. You get high quality versions of the podcast. Consider subscribing. And did I miss, miss anything? Oh, yeah. YouTube channel. If if you're uh, if you're listening again, consider checking out the YouTube channel. Vice versa, if you're on the YouTube live stream, you're like, wait a second, this is a podcast. Can I listen on podcast services? Well, yeah, you can. In fact, you can listen on any podcast service. It's awesome. Okay, and with that, I'm gonna wrap things up. Thank you all so much for listening. Go share the love with someone. Talk to you know. If if you don't got so your your if you don't have a significant other. 
this Valentine's Day, you know, talk to your mom or dad. Talk to that good friend that you have. Just find someone, even if you like really, if if this is just not your year or something, and you really don't have someone to reach out to, join our Discord server. We'll show you some love. With come that, say hi. Come say <laughs> hi. We will. We will give you some love. Not in a weird way. <laughs> no. No. I saw chat was starting to say that as well. <laughs> Good night. Goodbye, and happy Valentine's Day. Indeed. Goodbye, everyone. Thank you.